0: Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Uh, I titled today, Are You the Obstacle to Your Blessing? Because a uh, lots of times we go after just Satan. We wanna push all the blame on him. And I'm not saying that he doesn't try to do things after all, he's a thief and he's a murderer and he's a liar. And the Bible says he comes to kill, steal and destroy. Um, But a lot of times it's just us standing in the way um, just simply by not knowing what the word of God says, uh, not obeying the word of God, and so I'm going to go through seven things today. I know you're like seven, but I'll go through them fast. I'm pretty good about being done within the hour and and go through uh, things that are going to keep us open to receiving the blessings of God. Um, and uh, because like I always say, I'm on this stronger than ever is that, yes, the Lord is coming back soon, but we can do more things in this time and have more things faster if we know the master key to how things work and so we know i always say faith is the master key to pull in from the supernatural to the natural right and um our prayer we talked about prayer on wednesday had a great time you know i wasn't even in the mood to come in and do the broadcast i told someone the other day i got you know lots of messages after the wednesday afternoon broadcast and um I said, you know, to be honest with you, it's funny, uh, people were like, you, you prayed for everything I had on my list, you were right on, it's just what I needed to hear. And like all these um, encouragements came back to me after the broadcast, which goes to show you that like, you know, as uh, we're going to different levels, as things are happening big in the ministry, you know, he wants to hold us back and make us feel like we have nothing to say you know we're dried up, we're this and that, and so I was like, you know what? The best thing to do is to is to uh, do it anyway. Do it anyway, because what we've learned that we don't go by our feelings. That's not what faith requires. Faith requires supernatural vision and to believe on the word of God and stand on what He's given to us and activate it uh, so we can move forward. So. I'm happy that um, I listened to the Lord rather than the enemy. So today we're going to be talking about seven things I'm going to go through uh, that will clear up. It makes us um, a help to receiving rather than the obstacle. That's why I wrote on there, are you the obstacle to your blessing? Because it's not always, it's not always the enemy. Sometimes we can be our worst enemy uh, simply by... Not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Um, I, I will, Miriam. I, I will. He will tell you. He has a specific purpose and plan for you. He has, um, and, 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 Miriam, that's the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Because what does the Bible say? He's our, he's our guide. He will lead us and guide us into what all truth. So he'll never steer you wrong. Um, so, during this time of prayer and fasting that you've been doing, really seek out to hear his voice in a direction. And the thing is, I'm sure he's answered you. So, sometimes we get an answer that we're almost, we feel uncomfortable stepping out and doing because it's going to take faith. But he's given you an answer. He's given you direction. He's given you a, a platform, like a, a base, a firm foundation to step out on. And we have to just. Um, go for it. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter what temperature it is outside. It's kind of like you just need to run into a cannonball into the pool. You don't even need to think about it. Don't worry about your clothes getting wet. Don't worry about how the temperature of the water feels. It's like, just take the leap and move on. (laughs) I've had to learn that over the years. So mm, before we get in to it. Many of you who are new to, um, hey Jody, the afternoon broadcast, I ha- like to do giveaways on every Friday on my broadcast. I like to do a giveaway. I like to bless you. I like to just get something for you. Nothing else you have to do except at the link below, put your name, Maddie, at the link below, give it to him because we have a lot of new people. Okay. Um, you'll do uh, CarolynShuttlesworth.com forward slash, uh, there it is, forward slash Friday. And that will be where you put in your name and email address. And then in the back, they have like this computer name spinner thing. And then they'll pop it out. That's all you have to do. Hey, Dee Dee, um Nothing else. So this week, I wanted to give something away. I've never given anything away like this before. But I, I like things like this. I love going to get massages. I love heating pads. I I just love it. So I'm giving you this, this neck massager. It's like this heated neck massager that goes around on your shoulders and into your back. It's something you can, it's like USB too. So you can plug it into your car. You can plug it into your, um, you know, next to your bed by the couch. And so if that is something that you'd like the opportunity to have your name in, yes, Miss Bonnie, we will get your name in. Um, and you would like that. And actually it's a unisex, okay? Because I see there's some guys on here. So if you guys would like a neck massager, so good thing I didn't put up like flowers or bathrobes for girls or something. (laughs) This is a unisex (laughs) giveaway um, that you can get that as well. So just make sure you go to carolynshuttlesworth.com. It will come up throughout the broadcast on the bottom. It won't stay up the whole time. So go ahead and do it now or once in a while it will pop up. But at forward slash Friday. And we're good to go. Okay, let's get into this today. Um, talking about can we be an obstacle to our blessing? Absolutely. How? Well, we could not be studied, you know, what the Bible says, to study to show yourself approved. What? Lack of knowledge, you'll perish, you know. It's important that we go after the word of God on our own, not just not and not just listen to to ministers, you know, not just, oh, I listened to my podcast for today. No. Have you gone through the Bible? Have you looked up? Hey, I'm going to do this topic. I'm going to I'm going to work on this. I want to learn more and do a deeper study for yourself. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. It's not just making sure we're in church on Sunday, making sure we're part of the Bible study at church, making sure we're part of this. When we spend time with the Lord, are we seeking out his word for our life? And then, you know, knowing the word of God will obviously leak out and help others around us. So can you be an obstacle to your blessing? Absolutely, absolutely. But the first thing I wanna talk about is a desire, a desire for the things of God. Now, in Psalm 37, 4, It says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. You know, he is a wonderful heavenly father. The Bible says, you know, how much more would our earthly fathers? Well, our heavenly father cares way more for us even than our earthly fathers. And you think about, you know, and some of us may not have had great earthly fathers. And so the Lord steps in and and closes in the gap on that. But he loves us so much. And so the desires that are placed in our heart, I know wholeheartedly are given by the Lord because everyone's desires are different, right? There's things I desire in my life that people um, that are around me don't have the same desires, don't have the same likes, don't have the same draw to something. So it goes to show you there's specific desires for each and every person. And those desires are beneficial to their life. They're beneficial to their life. Hey, Gigi. Um, And so I love where it says, if you take delight in the Lord, he will give you your heart's desires. He will give you your heart's desires. Now, if you flip over with me to Proverbs 2. I want to read verses three and five. I, I was <laughs> this morning. I was like typing real fast before I had to start school. Many of you who don't know me, I um, you can take that away now, Maddie. Many of you who don't know me, I don't. Um, I, I I homeschool, so my mornings I try to do what I can, and then I got to be like, hey guys, we got to start school. Um, and so I wanted to type all these out and put them in, so I didn't have to like sit here and look them up with you. But today we're looking them up together. All right, Proverbs two. Three through five. It says cry out for insight and ask for understanding. We need to not only desire, like I said, you'll put things into your hands that you desire that he's placed within you. But on top of desire, there's another street to it. It's we need to desire the things of God. Just like it says, when you take delight in him, what is he going to do? I'm going to give you. When you do this, I'm going to bless you. When you live this way, this is what it is for you in your life. So there is an action part on us. And it starts with having a desire. When you have a desire, you remove obstacles that could be in your path because he's saving the righteous. He is you know, we could go through stories in the Bible of protection. We can go through the, the the stories in the Bible of provision. You know, he he will he will honor your faith. He will honor your faith. And so, in Proverbs two, three, through five, it says, "Cry out for insight and ask for understanding." Sometimes we sit here and we're like waiting. Is God going to answer me? Is God going to give me this? Is God going to do um, this and that? And um, it's like. Yeah, he just said, all you have to do is ask. We're gonna live this way. You have access to me, ask. So it says cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. So look what he's asking for us. As our desires grow strong, as we take those desires and seek out the word of God, as we take those desires and show ourselves approved as we take those desires and get knowledge of the word of God and get an understanding of what he says about healing and prosperity and salvation and joy and love and, you know, all the different topics in the Bible. As we get that desire and step out and go towards it, Obstacles in our life can be removed simply because now we have an understanding of what God says. We have a desire. And then he says, ask and I will answer. Ask and I will answer. All right. Psalm 145, 19. Psalm 145, 19. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't write these down. One of those Fridays, y'all. Okay. 145. 19 he grants the desires of those who fear him okay obviously we're not talking about fear that he instills that's scary anytime the bible is talking about those who fear him it's what hold him high right honor adore respect obey those who fear the lord those who have a reverence for him okay just like you would take a natural man when someone walks into a room that has a title or the president or somebody, everybody stands, everybody, you know, we're taking hats off or doing this. It's, it's a respect. It's an honor for the office that just came in your presence. And so when you fear the Lord, it says in Psalm 145:19, it says he grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cries for help and rescues them. So when you get that desire for God, he's going to remove obstacles. He's going to hear your cry and he's going to remove things that are sent to trip you up, sent to trap you, sent to be a hindrance. He's going to hear your cry with those desires. And the last one I have um, was Lamentations. And I put, what did I put? 325, Lamentations 325. Lamentations 325 says, the Lord is good to those who depend on him and those who search for him. So the ones who are searching, have a desire. You don't go out of your way for something unless you have a desire for it. You don't go and do something unless you have a desire, right? I'll go out of my way for my kids. I'll go out of my way for my husband, for for, for people I know that I love. Why? I have a desire to see them happy. I have a desire to please them. I have a desire to bless them. So I'm gonna go out of my way for them. And that's what it says. The Lord is good to those who depend on them for those who search for him. So we're gonna have that desire that's gonna put us on a new level this year in 2023. We're out with the old, in with the new, we're not doing stale, we're not doing stagnant, we're not doing anything that looks remotely close to what we had in 2022. If this is a year of transformation, then we have to look transformed, right? I, I said this probably a few weeks ago, You know, having a mom, I mean, being a mom of a a little boy, we have the transformer toys at home. And so they completely change. One minute they're a car, and the next minute they're a giant robot saving us from, um, now I can't think of the bad guy in it. Optimus Prime is the good guy. Come on, guys that are watching, help me out. Um, (laughs) And so you got one minute they look this way, and the next minute they're driving a car on the street. So if we're gonna look like we've completely changed and we're becoming something new, our desire for the things of God, our desire to go deeper, our desire to go higher, our desire to know more are gonna help us, um, Megatron, thank you, Jocelyn, Megatron, and um, help us go to another level this year. All right, number two, decision-making. Decision-making. Now this one, um, you know, can always trip us up. This one can trip anyone up, and it's stuff, I, you know, I've had to deal with and had to uh, go past. And um, because sometimes we tend to overthink things, and that becomes an obstacle. Overthinking and letting our, um, our thoughts start talking us out of what God has for us, our thoughts, starting to make decisions out of our flesh more than our spirit. So number two is gonna be decision-making. This can be an obstacle in our life uh, that will hinder blessing coming to us. Cause look what it says in um, Habakkuk. <laughs> All the great names I love in the Old Testament. Um, in two, two through four, it says, okay. So here we are, we're going back and forth. He's going back and forth with the Lord. And in chapter two, this is what the Lord's replying with. And the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so the runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Look at the proud; they trust in themselves, and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. So, our decision making—we need to—we we need to say it, write it out, and stick with it. If you said you're going to do something this year, God's called you to do it. Step out and do it. You don't need everything lined up perfectly. You don't need. Um, Everything to be one way, all my ducks are lined up. God's asked you to, you know, I know so many people that have so many gifts and talents that the Lord's given to me and so many great ideas and they want to come out and they want to start this and they'd want to do this um, type of YouTube, mini, not ministry, but like, you know, these YouTube videos that would be so beneficial on teaching on certain things or a podcast or just start this and step out and still for years haven't done it they've wasted away what God's asked them to do. They've taken God God ideas. I don't ever wanna take God ideas and never implement them. That's why Ted and I are so quick. We're not quick to make decisions where it's flippant and it's, it's, it's wrong. We're always led by the Holy Spirit. Hey, Brooke, but we're quick to make a decision when God gives us an idea because when you do quick decisions, um, based on the instruction, the blessings of God have to come. It, 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 it's his word. And so the quicker the, the quicker the obedience, then you can quicker you get your blessing and your harvest. So let's be quick. Our decision-making isn't going to be an obstacle for 2023. Our decision-making is I'm going to make it plain. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to follow it out. I'm going to do what God's called me to do. I don't care if I'm comfortable or I'm not comfortable. Faith gets us out of our comfort zone. So if everything you're doing feels so comfortable, then you're you're not living by faith. You're just, I mean, now, you know, my husband will say how faith makes things easy. Yes, but if you're in constant, um, uh. I'm just, I'm comfortable doing this. I'm com- there, there's no push for you to go higher. So we need to get out of our comfort zone and take our decision-making to a whole nother level and not drag it out. He's got work for you. He's got work for me. And then what you're called to do are gonna be beneficial to the voices around you. Not everybody that's around you or people I'm ever gonna meet, ever gonna see. So never let... Um, your mind talk you out of doing something saying somebody's already doing this. Do you know how many billions of people are in the world? The somebody that you're thinking about is not going to speak to all the billions of people in the world. You have a specific voice. You have a specific thing that God's going to use you for to touch who you're around. We can talk ourselves out of a lot of things and back off on a lot of decisions if we just look at it that way. And so this year, A transformation year. We are stepping out and doing what God's called us to do, and we're gonna remove obstacles. If you're just now jumping onto this broadcast, I said it earlier. A lot of times, obstacles are things we do, not just Satan coming after us. We almost help him a little bit sometimes in our decision making and not stepping out and lack of faith. Like, he doesn't have to do that much. Our mind will take over, our flesh will take over. And then that's that's what happens. We end up can't making a decision, flip-flopping, and then we get to the, I don't know. I don't know if this was the right one. I don't, you know, if if the Holy Spirit told you something, then there's nothing to question. There's nothing to be like, I don't know if this is the right one. We're spirit-led. We're spirit-led Christians. All right. Number three, learn how to ask. So I talked a little bit on, on this on Wednesday when I talked about prayer and what did we talk about? I talked about praying specifically for things. So we're gonna learn how to ask. Um, if you go to Luke and the story of the, the lady who was before the judge, okay? It, the, the lady, the persistent widow who's before Um, The judge, if you go to Luke 18, verse 1, and um, it says, One day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they would always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, I love how he goes to show you, he neither feared God or cared about people. (laughs) He was just living. So it goes to show you that this lady, her persistence changed him because he had no compassion for people. He didn't care. You know, you're not, you can be, you know, cold and stony heart. And this is like what this guy was. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, (laughs) I love this verse for the NLT, right? I don't fear God, he said, or care about people. But this woman is driving me crazy. (laughs) I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. I love it. Wearing me out. With constant requests. We need to be persistent. We need to be, listen, I'm not backing off. Don't mix it up with getting in prayer time with the Lord and being whiny and begging. That's not what it is. It's, I'm being persistent. Did God say, I'm gonna have this? Yes. Then I'm gonna go after it. Did God say, you know, da 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 da? da. Yes then it is mine and I'm not letting go. I'm not letting thoughts take over. I'm not letting how I feel. I'm not letting a bad doctor's report. I'm not let, you know, we can't let any, we gotta be persistent. So number um, three, learn how to ask. Make sure you're asking for what is yours and know it, and know it. So in John 15, seven, it says, But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Are you a child of the most high God? Yes. Are you living right? Yes. Now, I mean, if you can't answer yes to these and you're living a sinful life and you're wondering why you can't catch a break, you got to stop sinning. You can totally go... through your days and not sin it's very much possible so you're not like some worthless you know piece of dirt at the end of the day that has to constantly ask for forgiveness unless you've done something wrong but if you remain in him and he remains in you then whatever you ask you're in right standing right you are righteous then you're in right standing and you can receive what you're asking for Hallelujah, we need to know that. We need to know what the word of God says in regards to that, because that changes how we speak, that changes our authority, that changes, um, you know, things we're not gonna take. That song, we're not gonna take it. No, we're not gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. See, I should have been on last night. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll leave the singing to Ted. Um, Ephesians 6 18. Ephesians 6 18. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and look and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So listen, we're not, you're going to pray for others and be persistent. You're going to join faith and be persistent. Then there's things in your own life. We're going to be persistent. We're going to learn how to ask. And that's what we did on Wednesday. How to pray to get results. How we enter into prayer I taught on. And then my second point was being specific. We're not going to have general prayers. They come back and we don't even know what the heck was answered what the heck we're believing for. I don't want just anything. Anything's not gonna do. I'm not satisfied with just having anything, right? Just in the natural, you guys, there's specific things you like. There's places you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna eat there. I wouldn't eat there. I, that's, I wouldn't want that kind of food. We all, we're all just not gonna do anything we want. We're specific right? Because we're just not going to have whatever. I'm not going to have whatever. If I don't like it, I'm not taking it. If it's not for me, I'm not signing for it. And you guys have to think the same way. Well, I don't, you know, we're so, we're so specific in everything else naturally, but we have to get that way. How we are in the natural towards things, we got to get that in the supernatural. We need to mirror that into the supernatural, Everyone in the natural, we're ready to fight. Take those hoops off. Oh, they said this, I'm offended. Oh, they honked at me at the light. Now they're getting the bird. You know, all this stuff, we get so worked up. Oh, they said that about my kid? Well, let me tell you something. You know, I, we, get, we get all worked up in, in the natural. Take that fight. Take that tenacity. Take that strength and move it also over into the supernatural. So when something arises, your spirit man has the same reaction to something it doesn't like, something it's not gonna take, something it's not gonna settle for. Because I'm that same way in the natural. I'm not settling for anything. Not everything's for me, and if I don't like it, I don't want it, right? Everybody write that. If I don't like it, I don't want it. It may not be some kind of biblical sentence but we have to think that if I don't like it, I don't want it. And if we have to practice that, saying it, then let's bring it to the basics. Because right now we try to get off in like super spiritual world over here and we can't even operate in the basics. We're trying to be all high over here and woo-woo over here. It's like, let's just get the basics right. Are you living right? Are you walking in authority? Are you walking by faith? Okay, I'm done now. That was my little rant. Be like, Ted, I don't give a crap. (laughs) If you didn't see that broadcast on Wednesday, start at 51 minutes and you're welcome. Um, But that's right, Tracy. If I don't like it, I don't want it in my life. If I don't like it, I don't want it. And that's how we have to be, okay? So we're gonna learn how to ask. Now we're going over to Learning how to receive, a few, um, a few points I made on learning how to receive, sometimes we get into the, no, 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 I can't. No, no, that's, that, that's okay. You know, cause sometimes uh, maybe someone giving us something that they can't afford, but you can. We have to step outside of this situation and look at it from a different perspective. Because I used to have that train of thought. Someone would give me something. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't need it. That's not the point. It's not whether you need it all the time. It's whether did the other person listen to an instruction that God gave them. And now your instruction is to receive it. Our covenant works both ways. It's not just a giving, it's not just give, so, give, so. It's give, so, give, so, receive, 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 receive. So you you can't cut out one and just have the other. It's both, it's giving and receiving. And we can get an obstacle in our life of not receiving if we have that mentality. We have to learn to receive because we can say, oh, no, 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 that's not for me. And, you know, someone's giving you money or, um, you know, they're, they're sewing in, or they're sewing into you or your ministry or anything like that. But a lot of times receiving makes people feel uncomfortable. And it's a total pride thing. It's a total pride thing. And so I've had to learn um, going to my church in Virginia, um, Pastor Terry Shuttlesworth and, and Sister Colleen Shuttlesworth, taught me out, out of that. They taught me out of it because, you know, I would always want to give. We always, we, we have that. A lot of us have such a giving heart and we want to give, but then we don't know how to receive. When the blessing comes back to us, then we're like, oh no, 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 no. But then we're over here like praying, God, open up the windows, God, do this for me, God, send somebody along my path, God, provide for me. And then somebody comes to provide or or help or do or God sends someone into your life and then you go, oh, no, 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 I can't, no, I can't. So there, right there, if you don't know how to receive, you are an obstacle in your life from receiving the blessing, period. You have to learn how to receive, have to learn how to receive. We learn how to receive. We like, to, I wrote down, we like to pick and choose what we receive. We want healing. We're okay with that. We always want to be healed. We always, uh, Lord, I will not reject healing. I i want to live this way. I want, I want to feel good. You know, salvation. We need salvation. I receive you, Lord. I'm, I'm going to heaven. Uh, you're my savior. I live for you. Um, hi, can I, can I give you some money? Oh, no, 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 no. Nope. That's okay. I have everything I need. I'm at the right place in my life. Oh, um, this this watch I want to give to you. Uh, the Lord told me to give it to you. Oh no, I just couldn't. No, no, you you keep that. You you keep that. I, I don't need that. I already have. I already have a nice watch. Um, no, no, no. That that's okay. That's okay. But thank you though. Thank you though. Okay, that's so obnoxious now to me and life that. when people are like that and and people will go, (laughs) we've all been there before, but people will go, I'm going to give something to someone and they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Take it while I don't change my mind. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. I am going to listen to every instruction um, that uh, the Lord's given to me. And if he said for me to do something, I am very sure. I'm very sure. I'm very sure. Um, We can't ask God to meet a need and then pride hinders it when God goes to meet the need. Think about that. We can't ask God to meet a need and then let pride hinder the way God meets it. And that happens. To a lot of us. A lot of us. Uh, what we are receiving are prayers being answered. Think of it that way. What you're receiving are prayers being answered. What you're receiving are prayers being answered. So we can't let pride keep you from what God is trying to get to you. Don't let receiving, I wrote, make you feel uncomfortable. And look and look at this point. I said it, I said at the beginning, receiving also completes other people's obedience. Sometimes people who have a lot give us stuff. And, at, and, and it's funny because we tend to be okay with that because we're like, oh, well they have a lot and they're giving to me. But we can't look at it that way. We look at it all the same. Whether the person has a lot or not, it's a seed from them that God's instructed to them. So God will bless them for their giving. That's not on you. Your job is just to receive. God will bless them for their giving and God has just blessed you in your receiving. So we're not gonna let receiving be an obstacle in our life in 2023. There are some things and big things that God wants to get to us. And one thing that our pastor told us two years ago when he said, you know, you're getting ready to increase and this and that. And he, he he made a point to say, do not apologize for where God is taking you. Do not apologize for what's getting ready to come into your life. And sometimes it's not that you want to apologize, but you, you tend to Explain it away. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I was able to do this and this and this and this and this to get this trip. Or I did this and this and this and this, and that's how I got this. A simple, God did it. A simple, thank you. If they say they like it, we don't need to explain how we got things because everything I look at it as comes from God, period. And so I just move on. I just say thank you. The Lord's good. The Lord's blessed us. The Lord this, and I'm never, ever. And so I've, I've made a point because um, you can, you can like somebody, and you're like, oh, thank you. I, uh, and it's like, nope. My, my pastor said, do not apologize. You don't have to explain. And move on. So I have had to train. We all have to train ourselves. Yes, Rosalie, anytime I get money, anytime my kids get money, they add up their gift cards, they add up their cash. Anytime increase comes into our life, we always tithe and give offering of it, always. Um, all right, and that was number four, receive. Learn how to receive. So number one, our desire. Our desire is, is going to another level. Our decision-making, Is standing firm our decision-making we're making it plain learn how to ask number four learn how to receive number five learn how to see and numbers 13 that he took me through all last year was my chapter for last year was teaching me to see teaching me to look through the supernatural teaching me that The word that they got about the promised land being theirs, when they went to the, what did they see? They didn't come back and talk about the giants, right? They didn't come back and say, oh, oh, look at this. This doesn't, you know, woe is me, woe is me. Nope. Caleb said, (laughs) we can certainly conquer it. So he had a faith declaration in his mouth that said, I don't care about the fortified cities. I don't care about whatever the giants are there. That's not the report. I came back when I went and saw it. What I could see was that belonged to me. The Lord said, that's my land. That's the promised land. That's what we're going into. So the other stuff doesn't matter. If God said it, then the other stuff doesn't matter. If God said it, the other voices, it doesn't matter. If God provided for it, However else, you know what I mean, what goes on in the government, the world, it doesn't matter. So we're going to take this year again to learn how to see. It's everything. Learning how to see in the supernatural is everything because what? We're not a part of this. We're a part of another kingdom. Jesus operates in that kingdom. So if you want to see what he sees and you want to have what he has for you, then we need to step over to the kingdom, to the, to the place where we belong, to the place where we come from, to be able to see it and hold it in our hands. So we're gonna have a new vision, a new vision in 2023. We can't transform unless we have a new vision. I'm not having, I'm not having obstacles, uh, how tiring is it? We've, we've been in, in spots in our life where it's like one thing after another. Whether it's something big, <clears throat> like a bad report, or it could be something big like stealing all my money all the time, like oh my tires are done. Oh great, now my engine needs to be fixed. Oh great, now the house there's something broken on the house and it's just sucking you dry, sucking you dry, energy, time, money, and then you're getting down in the dumps. Why can't anything go well? Why can't it? Da-da-da-da-da? We're not gonna live that way. We're not having obstacle after obstacle after obstacle anymore. We're going over the obstacles and around the obstacles. And we can do that by doing these steps. All right, learn how to see. Number six, speaking. Speaking, our speaking has to be different. Our speaking has to change, okay? Our confession. I I put a book out on... um, Confessions, and I called it lines, and I pictured it as a boundary line that the devil can't cross. That's right, Ninja. Um, That the devil can't cross. Now, if somebody comes on your property, you let them. But if you make a point to sit there with a shotgun and say, if you cross my property, then they're gonna think twice about it and they might not even do it. And if they tried, boom, you're dead. So that's how we have to be with the enemy. We have a territory line. Many of you who own homes, you have a boundary line that's your property. You have the title deed to. It's your land. And so we're not just gonna let anybody come over and hang out. We're not gonna let bums come in and sleep in the front yard because they need a, you know what I mean? We're not gonna just let any old stranger off the road trying to walk in our front door, you know, think how you would react in the natural to things and let's shift that over to the supernatural. That's how we have to be. That's how we have to get. And so our speaking in 2 Corinthians 4, 13, um, it says, but we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed, so I spoke. So what you believe is gonna come out of your mouth. Do you believe the same thing that the Bible teaches us? Are your beliefs lined up correctly with the word of God? Because what comes out of your mouth is what you're going to see. So if you don't like some things in your life, you don't like where you've ended up, you don't like what's in your life, you don't like what's going on. Check your confession. Check your words. Check and see, am I lining up with the word of God? Are the the word promises that what I send forth won't come come back void? Well, if there's nothing coming back, you're not sending the right words. We have to speak the word only, the word of God says. Speak the word only. So 2 Corinthians four thirteen. our faith, are we speaking faith? I believe, therefore I speak. So you go over to Mark eleven twenty two, and it talks about what? Having the God kind of faith, right? And believing and saying, say to the mountain, move. Say, say say, and then what? Believe, believe, believe. Okay, how about Mark 1 And Jesus is dealing with a demon possessed man. He said, be quiet. Okay, so he spoke with authority. He spoke with authority and the demon didn't come back, didn't try to give him lip, didn't try to do anything. In fact, we'll go over there real quick to Mark uh, 1. Uh, my pages. <clears throat> but Jesus reprimanded him. Be quiet and come out of the man, he ordered. And at that, at that, there was no conversation. There was no, oh, but I don't want to, Jesus, you know like little kids will do. I don't want to. I, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to argue with you and I'm going to contradict you and I'm going to... No, Jesus simply said, be quiet. First command, second, come out of them. Two, authority in both. And look what happened. At that time, the evil spirit screamed threw the man into a convulsion and came out of them. Came out of them. So in our speaking, In our speaking, we're gonna speak faith, okay? And we're gonna speak with authority. Speak faith, and we're gonna speak with authority. I know you all have it in you. A lot of you are parents, you got it. Just pick it up, deep inside, dig it up. All right, and number seven, action. Action, we're taking action. What is an action word I always say? Faith, faith is an action word, okay? Look at the woman with the issue of blood. She took an action. She pressed through the crowd. She had been sick for a long time. I'm sure she was mentally drained. I'm sure she was mentally abused because when you were bleeding back then, it was you're on the outskirts. You um, are not permitted around people. You're talked about, you're shunned. So it wasn't just that she was bleeding and dealing with a, a, a physical thing. She had to combat her mind. I mean, it was many years of looking gross to people, of not being wanted. That takes a toll on you. That takes a toll. That's right, you know, isolation, mocked, that's gonna take a toll on you. And so what was the action? She said, I don't care. I don't care anymore. I've done everything I can. All my money's gone. And what? I'm going to just go. I don't care what people say. I don't care if they look at me. I don't care if they mock me. I'm going to get my miracle. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to say, I don't care this year. I'm transforming in what God has for me what he's called me to be, where he's called me to go, what he's called me to do. I don't care anymore. I'm pushing through the crowd. I'm pushing through the thoughts. I'm pushing through anxiety and stress. I'm pushing through doubt and unbelief. I'm pushing through what naysayers say. I'm pushing through what the world may may think is right for me, for my family. You know, I'm pushing through it and I'm going to touch the hem of his garment. I'm going to reach out and get what God has for me. And as soon as she did that, what does the Bible say? He stopped and asked who touched me because he could feel the virtue leave his body. He could literally feel her faith. I want that. I lo- That's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. I can read it over and over again. The Lord speaks to me on different things in that story. And I look at it and I'm like, I want that kind of faith. I want faith where the Lord stops in his tracks and says, <laughs> right, everyone's saying the same. I want faith where Jesus says, hey, look at Carolyn, by name. She has my attention. What she's believing for, I'm gonna answer. I wanna be that woman. That's the woman I wanna be. In Hebrews 11:6, we know what? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. James 2.17 says what? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. This is how you know it has to have an action. I could sit here all day long. Faith, 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 faith. Just use what you got. Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. I could, I could sit here all day long and just say, Oh, faith. I love faith. That word's so pretty. Faith. Oh, faith sounds good. Yes. Action. I have to apply it now. I have to believe it. I'm going to speak it. I'm going to step out. There's things that you're going to have to physically do to work your faith. Um, and then, Matthew 14, that's another story that comes to mind. Jesus calls out, Peter, come out, meet me on the water. Okay, I'll do it, Lord. Doesn't care about the storm, doesn't care about the waves, doesn't care about anything else, except, (laughs) I'll remix it, except the Lord said, come. And I'm going to step out on his word and I'm going to come. It wasn't until he decided to pay attention to what was around him. How many times are we guilty of that? What's going on around me? What am I hearing? What's on the news? What's being said? What's on the economic uh, agenda? What does the doctor's report say? What does so-and-so say? What are just my thoughts alone saying? How many times do we do that? And then what happened to Peter? He sank. This is not a year to sink. We're not sinking for anybody, any reason or anything. We're gonna take our seven steps so we don't have any obstacles in our way. Our desire is going higher. Our decision-making is standing firm. We're learning how to ask and have specific prayers. We're learning how to receive. We're learning how to see in the supernatural. We're learning how to speak by faith, speak with authority. And we're learning how to take action in our faith, action in our faith. We're getting out of our comfort zone. Hallelujah, we don't have time to sit back and be comfortable. God's going to bless us. We're going to enjoy the finer things of life by walking out in his instruction. But when I say we're not going to sit back, we're not going. Now, you, you showing a sign of rest is showing faith in God. So you're not worked up. But what I mean is it's always you can feel when you do something that's like, Oh my gosh, Lord, you're asking me to do this. You can feel the stretch. So that's what I'm talking about, getting out of our comfort zone. Heavenly Father, thank you for each and every person joining me today, joining me on the replay. Thank you, Lord, that you are leading us and guiding us. So no obstacles will hold us up. No obstacles will trip us up. Lord, you're moving everything out of our way. The enemy has no say, he has no authority, he has no direction in our life. I ask you now to speak to each and every one of us, What you have for us this year in 2023, as we continue the last two days of this fast, Lord, as you're leading us and guiding us. Thank you, Lord, for the purpose you have on our life, for the direct path that you have on our life, that you've given us life and more abundantly. Sickness is not going to trip us up this year. Calamity, financial issues are not our story in the mighty name of Jesus. Our kids are going to live in perfect peace. Our kids are coming back into the kingdom. Our kids are having favor upon their lives. Our kids are stepping out. Our kids are going to work in miracles and speak the word of God and operate in the anointing. Thank you, Lord, for protection over our life. Thank you for the peace that passes all understanding. Thank you, Lord, for going to new heights. Revelation of the word of God is coming into us. We're gonna see new things and clarity in the word of God, and it's gonna be beneficial and we're gonna apply it. And we're gonna be strong men and women of faith. And we're gonna use it as the master key Lord and what we're believing for, what we're believing for, we're gonna hold it in our hand in the mighty name of Jesus. For people will know when we speak, when we say something's coming to pass by your word, Our fruit will be evident in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for supplying to us all that we need. Thank you for giving us the answers. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. For this year of transformation, for what you're having us step into, you've given us the boldness, the wisdom, and the strength in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Amen, 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 amen. I need a tissue, dab the eyes. No, I'm just kidding, Maddie. I'm good. (laughs) I love you guys so much. Um, Maddie, if you want to find out from the spinner thing and um, and thank you guys for hanging out with me. What are we at? 301. Look at that. I don't even look at the time when I do this. Always impressing myself. <laughs> Love you too guys. I am excited to see you guys throughout the year. Um, and then obviously, you know, As soon as we have more information on the church and everything, I know you guys are sticking with us. Uh, So it's going to be an incredible year, and I get to do it with you guys. And I couldn't be happier about it, that the Lord has put you guys into our life. The Victory Tribe means so, so much to us. We pray for you. We love you. We really feel like um, you guys are family. Uh, So make sure you're back on tonight. At nine o'clock, Ted will be back in the studio. Um, but the winner for today is Letty. Letty, are you still on, Chickie? Because you won, and we're so happy that you won. Um, hey, Bobby, how's my cattle doing? Are you cold up there yet? If you want to visit us in Florida anytime, Bobby, you guys are welcome. You are welcome to come down. We will love to have you. Letty's um, probably. Caitlin says, I'm here if she's not. <laughs> one, one, what? Shawnee, come on, girl. When um, when uh, on Fridays, I do giveaways, so at the beginning of the broadcast and throughout, you have a chance to put your name into the system and then um, it spits it back up. Letty, I can't believe you're not here. All right, the next winner is Jocelyn Cruz. Hey, (laughs) Jocelyn from Orlando, and I'm gonna get ready to see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, that's okay. Just know Shawnee. Whether you're late or not, um, it's com forward slash Friday and anytime during the broadcast, and I, I do ask you to be on at the end, um, but uh, I'm sure Caitlin called her. was <laughs> like, get on. Um, uh, then, uh, then you can, I just, I do giveaways on Friday. Just love to bless you guys. And so anyway, I love you. Ted will be on tonight at 9. We'll see you again, if you have it, Maddie, for Sunday. Breakthrough and communion service. We want to pray with you. We want to break the fast with you. We want to have our miracle meal with you. And um, we want to hear your testimonies. So we have both coming in. If you still have prayer requests that you want us to stand in faith with you on, send it in. If you have testimonies that have happened over the last 21 days, send them in because we're going to encourage our faith by hearing it all. We're going to join our faith together and pray, and we're going to hear faithful testimonies, what God has done for us. And it's 7 p.m. Did that graphic say a different time, Maddie? Oh, okay. Liz got me nervous for a second. It is 7 p.m. on Sunday. Tonight, what are we, Friday? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know all the days run together. Friday, tonight at 9, Saturday at 9, Sunday at 7. And we have an announcement. So you probably want to join us. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Awesome. You know we finally here, right? Well, we it's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. What? <laughs> it's Friday again. Then it's Friday, Sunday the It's Friday, game. Cool it's the night the night. It's the night Father, the Bible, the father, the Bible, the life, go.